Welcome to the Reset Podcast. I'm Liz Tran, an executive coach to founders and CEOs of fast-growing tech companies. And I attribute my success to my spiritual practices, which are rooted in mindfulness and Zen Buddhism. In this podcast, I combine business advice with spiritual lessons to help you lead a courageous, authentic, and fulfilled life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is a bonus episode all about manifestation. I'm so excited to do this. I've been really enjoying recording the podcast recently, and I've been actually recording episodes in advance, so batch recording them. So I have a whole schedule already lined up. But when I was sitting and thinking about what would be really relevant and useful, I knew that I wanted to do a bonus episode this week all about how to manifest what you want in life. And I think that this is the exact perfect time to do this because we're sitting here at the cusp of a new year when so much is possible, so much can change in our lives. We can invite in new beginnings and put endings on things that we're done with. So why not spend some dedicated time getting super clear about what it is you want from this world And then learning the steps that you can use every day to make those dreams become a reality. Okay, so let's start super, super simple. What is manifestation actually? So manifestation in its simplest, simplest description is the idea that whatever you focus on in your mind becomes a reality in this world. So you essentially have the power to create anything you want just with your mind. If you believe it, then it will come. Here are a couple of fun examples from pop culture, because why not? I always love stories like this. The first one is about Ariana Grande, the pop singer. When she was four years old, she called Universal Studios, and she obviously got dispatched to whatever call service they use. And she said, you know, I want to star in a Nickelodeon show. And 13 years later, she actually wound up doing that. And she is someone who very actively talks about manifestation. She has said in the past, I have a weird manifestation gift. She mentions manifestation in a lot of her songs. And Drake, the rapper, is also someone who is equally vocal about his manifestation process and how it's led him to success today. He's told the story about how before he made it, he used to lease a Rolls Royce for like $5,000 a month, and it was way more than he could afford at the time, but it was his way of proving that success was coming to himself and to others. It was his way of manifesting. And then years and years later, after he made it really big, His manager actually sought out that exact car that Drake used to lease, barely covering the payments on that car, and he bought it outright for him, gifted it to him, and Drake said, manifestation complete, meaning the power of the vision and the belief in himself that he had at a time in his life when he had nothing actually became true and translated to him easily owning this Rolls Royce that had been so challenging for him to lease back in the early days of his career. 
I'm sure that if you follow spiritual influencers in any way, then you see a lot of this stuff where people are quote unquote manifesting their desires. They're making vision boards. They're using mantras. They're doing their affirmations. When Jim Carrey was a struggling actor, he wrote himself a check for $10 million dated for years in the future. The story goes when that date actually came around, he did get a check to play a lead role for $10 million. And I definitively am not Ariana Grande or Drake or Jim Carrey, but I've also felt how manifestation truly, truly works when I've applied it to my own life. And this week, I really can't stop thinking about how just two years ago, my life was at a complete rock bottom across the board. I was in a lot of debt from investing in a physical space that I opened in New York City that wound up closing down during the pandemic. I didn't know how I was going to make more money. I had difficulty paying my bills. And I truly felt like in making this decision to pursue my dream of owning my own business, I had really ruined my life. I had left a great job where I had a lot of friends that paid me a ton of money to take the chance that I could achieve my truest dreams. And in that moment, what I thought was, I guess I'm not worthy of having my dreams come true. I tried for a year and a half and it didn't work. So I must not be good enough. It's not going to work out for me. I'm not going to run a successful business. I'm never going to write a book. So I should just give up and find another job. So then I spent all that day looking at jobs online, thinking about which ones I should apply to. And when Dev, my husband, came home from work, he found me in a really dejected state. And he said, just give it six more months. And I did. And here I am. I have a thriving business that I love so much. I'm excited to get up and start working every day. I have my book coming out in July. And I could not have imagined anything in this process going more smoothly or perfectly. And the juxtaposition between just two years ago and now is so startling for me. And that's how I know that manifestation works. Because during that time, call it that period of two and a half years, I was very actively learning about manifestation, reading books about it, trying out different techniques, sticking to those techniques as daily habits. And now that all those dreams that I wished for when I started this manifestation journey have all come true in such a bigger, more positive way than I could have ever imagined, I'm ready to set off onto my next adventure of manifesting to get clear on and codify what it is that I want over the next five years of my life. And I'm so excited for you to join me on this journey when it comes to what you want too. Okay, so here's the first thing that you need to know about manifestation. It is not some weird woo-woo new agey process by which magic happens. You're not inviting in the angels to help you accomplish your dreams. You're not calling in the spirits of the universe to give you what you want. Rather, what you're doing is you are shifting the way you think about yourself and the way you think about your dreams. By doing the manifestation exercises that I'm going to tell you about consistently, then you're actually changing the neural pathways in your brain so that you see yourself as someone who is worthy and capable of getting everything that they want. 
you're learning how to stop limiting yourself. So that's how I want you to think about manifestation. It's not a process by which it creates new possibilities for your life. It's actually that those possibilities have always been there, but through the practices of manifestation, you're learning how to spot them and see them, go after them, and know that you deserve them. And that's why the very first step, step number one of manifestation is called visualization. And visualization is super, super simple. It's essentially just the concept that you can picture and articulate with absolute clarity the vision that you want for the future. And while it seems really simple, most people are horrifically bad at this part of the process because what you have to do is you have to fill in your vision with as much detail as possible. You have to really state what it is that you want with a lot of clarity and specificity. And the analogy I always like to use is imagine that you're going to a restaurant and you're ordering food and what you really crave for breakfast that morning is blueberry pancakes and bacon. So what you should say is, hi, I'd love some blueberry pancakes and bacon. And what you would never say is, um, I think I'd like to eat something sweet and maybe something salty on the side. And yeah, whenever you can do it, that would be great. If you said that to your waiter, the probability that you would get blueberry pancakes and bacon are so, so low. And that's exactly what most of us do when it comes to manifesting what we want. We say very vague phrases that sort of hedge our bets like, I'd like to make some more money someday. I'd maybe want to start my own business. I'm thinking about writing a book. I want to do something more meaningful. I want to work with people who I enjoy more. But if you say any of those things for what you want, it becomes really hard for anyone to give it to you in any specific way. Your visualization for what you want in the future should feel like someone could paint a picture of it if you told them what your dream was. I actually did this exercise with a couple of friends this weekend who are visiting, friends of me and my husband, and I read them some chapters from my book where I go deep into the process of manifestation. And I said, okay, write down what you want for your next five years. And both of them had a really, really tough time with getting clarity and specificity about it. You know, they couldn't articulate how much money they wanted. They couldn't articulate where they wanted to be working. They both said that they wanted a place in the country, but it was very tough for them to give detail about the features that they wanted. So now I want you to do this first step. I want you to write down what it is that you want to manifest. And the first thing that you should do is you should pick a time interval. So maybe it's two years, maybe it's three years, maybe it's five years. And then you say in the year X, so whatever year that is, and then you write it all in the present tense. So for instance, to share some of mine, if I were to write it all down, I would say in the year 2028, which is five years from 2023, I will be 43 years old. I'll have a couple of toddlers running around and a bunch of dogs playing the house will be nice and loud, filled with activity. I'll be making a million dollars a year through my writing and my speaking and coaching work. And all of that work, I'll be so excited to get up every morning and do because I know that it helps other people. 
I will have a scholarship fund established where I can pay college tuition for young people who were like me in a situation where they didn't have anyone to help them. I'll be working on my third book. And between Deb and I, we will have a supportive and healthy marriage and relationship where Deb will be an equal partner, if not more, in terms of parenting and taking care of the house. And our home in Connecticut serves as a place where great artists and entrepreneurs can come and work on their future projects. Physically, I will be cooking and gardening very delicious and healthy foods, and I will be just as fit as I was when I was 22 years old. Every day there are incredible moments of joy like walking around the property barefoot with my feet touching the grass while my kids run around, giving them baths and reading them stories, and sitting around the fire while Dev plays the piano. Between my books, speaking, and coaching, I have impacted millions of people who I have encouraged to reach their greatest potential. Okay, so just to be clear and provide you with some context, This is my dream. It is my wildest dream. And it's actually quite far away from where I am today. It's very ambitious. For instance, I said I want two toddlers running around. I don't have any kids right now. (laughs) And there are a lot of little things there that are going to take time and they're going to take hard work and good luck on top of that as well. There are some things that I asked for that I actually have no idea how I'm going to get there. For instance, I do not have the built out path today for how I'll be making a million dollars a year in five years. And that's exactly how your manifestation should feel to you too. It should feel scary. It should feel big. It should feel like you don't know how you're going to do it. And it's funny because two years ago, As I started doing this manifestation work, I set my interval for two years. I said that I wanted to sign with a dream literary agent and that I wanted to sell my book to a top publishing house. I said that I wanted to be making as much money as when I worked in venture capital. I said that I wanted all my debt paid off and that I wanted to buy a house in the country. And I had no idea how I was going to accomplish any of these things. My dream for me two years ago felt as equally impossible and improbable as my dream today feels for me in five years. But the thing is, even though it seemed so far-fetched, I did it. I did those improbable things on my list. And so I want to ask you is, have you been asking for enough? Have you been setting your dreams to what you really, really want in your heart? Or have you been setting your dreams to what you think you can have? You know, we spend so much of our lives in the zone of practicality. Nearly all of our lives are spent there. We have to balance our checkbooks. We have to pay bills. We have to think about finite resources. But now, as you're practicing visualization for manifestation, now is not the time to be practical. Now is the time to dream. And the point is, it's not your job to worry about how it all happens. Just in the same way as when you go to a restaurant and you order blueberry pancakes and bacon, You don't actually go into the back of the kitchen and micromanage how people are putting your food together. It's the same thing with the universe. You put it out there for what you want. And of course you work hard. Of course you put one foot in front of the other, but you also leave it up to the fates to unfold as they will. So as you're writing down your vision, if you start to hear that voice that says, 
well, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? I want you to intentionally tune it out and say, that's not what I'm doing here. I'm not making a plan. I am simply practicing the much needed skill of visualization. So go ahead and close your eyes. And I want you to really tune into what it is that you want. Starting off with what's the right time frame for you? Do you want to manifest for two years from now? Do you want to manifest for three, four, or five years from now? Choose the amount that feels most comfortable and most needed for you at this current moment. And then now I want you to picture what your dream life looks like. Imagine that not only does everything in your life go your way, but you also are the recipient of a couple of really lucky breaks where you get a big sum of money or you get a dream job offered to you. Don't just think linearly about what your life can become. Imagine that over the next however many years, there are these incredible moments of acceleration where you can be suddenly transported and evolved into a life that you never imagined happening before. As you're dreaming about what you want, be impractical. Don't worry about how it is you're going to get what you want. You don't need to know all the steps to get there. Your only job now is to record down your most audacious dreams. What is the perfect life that you want to be living, even if, and especially if, it feels very unobtainable? So write it all down, and now your job is to read this vision to yourself every day. And I want you to be able to get to the point where the vision becomes so clear to you that when you close your eyes, you can imagine it all. You can see it happening. What you're trying to do is you're trying to make your brain and your nervous system feel really familiar with this dream and to get so comfortable and familiar with it that you feel like it actually could happen to you. This idea of visualization is something that professional athletes use too. So Michael Phelps, the champion swimmer, whenever he's about to go into a race, he does this. He pictures himself going step-by-step through the race until he wins. He pictures the pool location. He pictures himself listening to music beforehand, taking off his robe, stepping over to the pool, jumping in. He pictures every single stroke that he makes until he crosses the finish line. And so by the time he shows up on race day of the actual race, he's already won it a hundred times in his own head. So he's not nervous. He's just confident. So that's the relationship that you're going to start to build with your dreams. You need to picture them in your mind's eye at least a hundred times so that they can feel very real and very comfortable to you, no matter how outrageous or impractical they actually might seem. So write your vision down in your notebook, maybe on the first page of a new notebook, and I want you to read it to yourself every morning or every night, whenever you look at your journal And then after you've read it aloud, then I want you to close your eyes and picture everything that you just read happening to you in real time. If you don't believe it and you can't see it, how is it ever going to happen for you? If you can't admit that you want something, then you'll never get it. So this is you right now stating that you want blueberry pancakes and bacon, and you're doing it very clearly. Okay, so the second step of manifesting is gratitude. And so in addition to that page in your notebook where you have your vision written down, I also want you to start keeping a gratitude list every day of at least three things that you're grateful for. 
And the reason why this is important is because the key to manifesting is always staying an abundant mindset. And you may have heard of this construct of scarcity thinking versus abundance thinking. And it's this idea that there are so many different stimuli and events that can happen to us in the world. And while they are factually and objectively true, we also impose our own layer on top of that, of how we see that happening, taking place. So for instance, let's say you go on a date with someone and you really like them, but then later you find out from a mutual friend that this person is actually a horrible human being. You could look at that situation and if you have scarcity mindset, you would say, oh, it never works out for me. There are no great people out there to date. Being single is so hard. Every time I like someone, they either don't like me too, or they wind up being a jerk. See how with scarcity mindset, the feeling is there's not enough. Life is out to hurt me. Things are never good. Well, you could look at the exact same situation and think, wow, I'm so glad that my friend told me this about this person because now I can end things earlier and I don't have to waste my time. I can create space in my life for the right person to come in and I'm excited to go find that. And this is important because you want to cultivate a mindset of abundance constantly, because when you have a mindset of abundance, it's when you can spot good things that are happening to you and go after them. As an example, there are a number of apartments in San Francisco that are rent stabilized or rent controlled or a really good deal. And I was reading somewhere once that the majority of those deals wind up going to people who are new to the city. And that's because people who have lived in San Francisco for many years have become jaded that the real estate prices are so high and that it's not possible. But the people who have just moved there, they're still naive. They still believe, they're still optimistic, and therefore they can spot a deal and be open to it instead of being cynical and disbelieving it. So you're basically trying to cultivate yourself into being the kind of person who sees the world as glass half full. You're the kind of person who says yes before they say no, where you see the silver lining and everything that happens to you. Because that mindset of abundance is going to attract even more abundance into your life. The law of attraction, which is an episode that I did a couple months ago that you can listen to, is all about how like attracts like. So if you are negative and pessimistic, then you just start attracting more of those events into your life. If you're positive and joyful, then you attract more situations of positivity and joy into your life. So there's so much to say about that topic. You can go and listen to that episode, but essentially it is so important that you keep your gratitude list every single day. You're training your brain to spot all the good things that are happening to you in life. Oprah kept a gratitude list for over 10 years every day without fail, and she attributes so much of her success to that. I feel the same way because I've been keeping my own personal gratitude list for so long. I feel like throughout the day, I'm always looking for things to add to my list because I've trained my brain that at night before I head into bed, I'll have to write down the things that went well that day. So I'm always looking for great things that happened. So do it, do it, do it. It literally only takes two or three minutes to write my list every night. And I always feel so much better after I've done it. Okay, so now the third step, the third and final step is confidence. There is also a podcast episode 
on confidence that you should listen to in conjunction with this episode because there's so much to say about confidence. But this is how you can think about it. This is how it interplays with the other two steps. So just as a recap, the first step was visualization. While you do your visualization exercises every day, you are training your brain to believe that your dream is possible. Then when you're doing your gratitude list every day, you're training your brain to believe that the world is good and that good things are happening to you all the time. And finally, the work you do around confidence, you're training your brain to believe that you have the abilities and the talents to get what you want and that you are deserving of your dreams coming true. And this is essential because you might believe that the world is great and good. You might believe that your dream can come true for someone, but unless you also deeply, deeply believe in yourself, then you will never be able to manifest anything. The base of manifestation is confidence in yourself. So what you do every night when you write your gratitude list and when you read your visualization is you also want to write down your self-gratitude list. These are at least three things that you did well that day. It's you noticing what an exceptional human being you are. So that might be you saying something like, I handled that meeting well, or I was kind and generous, or I had a really smart idea, anything like that. It can be as simple as I got up and did yoga this morning. I made my bed. I did the dishes. My hair looked great. I did a great job driving to work. I got through all my emails. My boss was impressed by me. So when you make your self-gratitude list every day, you're training your brain to think of yourself as a special, wonderful, talented person that you cherish. You're training your brain how to be your own biggest cheerleader. You're training your brain to believe in yourself again. And the thing about this practice is that it really does require a lot of consistency because in our society, we're actually taught to do the opposite. We're taught to constantly critique ourselves, to compare ourselves to other people and to feel bad about who we naturally are. So many of us even have imposter syndrome, which is the feeling that we don't deserve what we have. And what you want to do is actually generate the opposite which is to always feel that you love yourself, you're amazing, and you deserve more than what you have today. I had a client who really struggled with this. And so every day he would work with the affirmation, I am deserving, I deserve success. I am deserving, I deserve success. And he also kept his self-gratitude list consistently. And he totally blossomed and changed as a person over a period of several months. So see what this practice can do for you. Obviously, it can be hard and unfamiliar to brag about ourselves or to put on paper what we think we did well. But if you are someone who struggles with articulating your strengths, your gifts, and your assets, then you are the person who needs to do this exercise more than anyone else. Okay, so now I'll recap the very, very simple process for manifesting is one, visualization. Get very clear, specific about your vision In your vision, you should be super clear about how much money you want to make, where you want to be living, what that looks like, what you want to do for your work, how you want to make an impact in the world. And then every day, read that vision aloud if you can, and then close your eyes and picture it happening to you. Do that every day, at least for a hundred days until that vision is seared into your mind and it becomes like a second skin to you. 
Okay. So the second step is gratitude, making sure to be relentless about your gratitude list every day, make it a fun challenge for yourself. See how many items you can list and just know that if you can stick to this gratitude list consistently, that every day you are transforming yourself into someone with an abundant and optimistic mindset. You're training yourself to believe that great things do in fact happen to you all the time. And then finally, as we discussed, right under that gratitude list, you're going to keep your self-gratitude list every day. And these are as many things as you can list that are great about yourself. You have to do at least three, but try to name five, six, seven, eight things that you did really well that day. So that's it. That is your simple daily practice. And all it involves is a notebook and a pen. All you have to do is be committed to your journaling practice, the whole thing, visualization, gratitude, and confidence, the whole process doesn't take any more than five to seven minutes every day. And that's literally nothing. That's like one-tenth of a show that you'd watch on Netflix or half the time it takes to take a nice shower. So see if you can really hold yourself accountable for doing this for at least 100 days. It could be nice to even make a little calendar and cross out the days, but that should be your goal because you're trying to turn these practices into habits. And I promise you, promise you, promise you that they do work. Okay, so a final note that I'll say about manifestation is that outside of this very simple practice of visualization, gratitude, and confidence, I also want to tell you that persistence is incredibly important. So don't give up. I think a lot of people give up way too early. And if my story proves anything, I wanted to give up. I did. I was already starting to look for other jobs. I truly felt like I had hit my rock bottom because I had been giving my company a go for a year and a half. So a year and a half is a really, really long time to be working 15, 16 hour days, to feel totally overwhelmed and to be giving your all. But Dev said, give it six more months. And I agreed to that. And now I'm so, so grateful that I did that. So if you feel like you are on the precipice of giving up, I want to tell you what Dev told me that changed my life. Things always take longer than you think, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you don't deserve it. It just means that you need a little bit more time, and that's okay. You should give it to yourself because you deserve it. And what's also important for me to say is that in addition to never giving up, you also do need to be critiquing yourself and forcing yourself to learn and grow as well. So persistence doesn't mean thinking that you're totally perfect. Persistence just means continuing to move forward. And so while you're persisting, you should also be changing and growing all the time. From 2019, when I started Reset to now, I did so many things that failed. Workshops, online classes, coaching programs, the first version of this podcast. I probably spent hundreds of hours on things that never really worked out for me. But I'm grateful for that because that was my way of trying to improve myself all the time. I was constantly trying new things and a lot of those things worked out, but an even greater amount of those things didn't work out. And so it's a little bit of a paradox, right? How do you see your own flaws and correct them while also maintaining this persistence that you can do it, this undying belief? And this is what I'll say about that. Know that you're not perfect. Know that you have some flaws. Be committed to fixing them, but never let those flaws convince you that you don't deserve the dream that you want for yourself. What I say to myself is, I'm imperfect. 
I am learning every day. I have a lot of room to grow and I deserve for my dreams to come true. Every single person who has achieved great success has failed so many more times than we even know about. When I was going through my hardest parts in time, I looked up stories of people who had failed a lot. It was so comforting to me to read about the world's most respected people, the writers, artists, entrepreneurs who everyone loves, and to know that they too had had really dark rock bottom moments. So I invite you to remember that. Whenever you fail, whenever you can do better, whenever you're learning, it doesn't mean that you're inadequate. It just means that you're doing exactly what you need to do to become successful. Oh, well, I hope that was helpful. I tried to pack in as much as I could. There is, of course, so much more to say. There are so many stories and anecdotes of people that I wanted to include in this podcast that I share in my book, but I like to keep these to around 30 minutes, so there just wasn't any time. But I do have a couple of great tools coming up that can support you even further in your journey. The first is I'm going to be making a manifestation guide. This is a PDF that you can use and print out that can help you build these habits and articulate your vision. It's only going to be available to newsletter subscribers and it comes out in early January. So make sure that you sign up for the newsletter sometime in the month of December so you can be guaranteed to get that manifestation guide for free. And the second thing is in mid-December, my friend Piera Gilardi is going to be hosting a workshop where you make a wearable vision board, which is so amazing and fun, and I've never done that before. The official details haven't gone up yet, but if you want to follow her at Wild Things World, then you can find out about the workshop whenever information is posted, and I will be there and participating and co-hosting with her as well. I'm sending you lots of love and support and good energy for your manifestation journey. And here's to everything you want coming your way. I'll see you all next week.